You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Boss Hog of Liberty Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Morrill. We've made it nine episodes, Mr. Dakota. Nine episodes. One more, and it'll be double digits. Double digits. And then double digits for quite some time. We're experiencing the tad bump after uh, after the last episode. Our episode uh, this is Episode 9, Episode 7. It's been out there for a little while. I think everybody's had a chance to see it. We're over 500 listens now. Over 500. We are the second fastest growing podcast uh, in, I guess, since, uh, not the second fastest. I guess we're, we're the biggest hit since Tad Talk. We'll put it that way. There we go. So we're, I think as far as the ratings go, we're, uh, we're right there below We Are Libertarians and, uh, and uh, in Tad Talk. So Boss Hog Liberty is officially a hit. We, there you uh, go. I think we're, we're, we're looking towards going to syndication now. After just eight episodes, and we're doing that good. That's right. We outlasted the the weed guys out in Cal, weed guy and girl, or whatever that was out in Colorado that uh, Spengel had the uh, the falling out with. Yes. And, yeah, we uh, definitely outlasted them. We uh, yeah, we've like doubled them up now. So our board did too. Our board lasted. Yeah, our, no, nobody's thrown our board. <laughs> it's still it's still alive. It's still producing episodes. So that's that's going our way. And uh, I, I Spengel was giving me crap yesterday. Uh, before we get into that, I'll introduce our, our third guest so he doesn't feel like he's been muted here. Uh, you know him well at this point. It's Tanner Purdue. Welcome back, Tanner. Thank you. So we, we actually do like you being on here. It's not that you just live a mile from the studio and we invite you over every time. Hey, I, I mean, you guys, uh, you need the, the listeners. And I'm definitely <coughs> the guy to do that. Um, I have a pretty big following myself, so you're welcome for the 450 listeners that you gained by having me on here. By bringing you along. <laughs> Well, that's no, uh, congratulations. The Tanner bump is all it took. Yeah, <laughs> all it took was your Hank Hill, a little Hank Hill, and it's uh, yeah, everybody loves Hank Hill. A little Hank Hill action, we're right up there at the top. That's it. So yeah, I, I was giving Spangle crap. We were looking at the numbers the other day, and he he claims he he doesn't claim. Hey, I'm sure he did. He went through every episode of We Are Libertarians and uh, and added all the hosts and co-hosts and. Sorted them so you can see who's been on each episode. I've only been on eight episodes of We Are Libertarians. It's a big show. Uh, the same number that Chloe Agno, Agno, Ag, uh, Chloe the Greek, uh, apparently I can't say her name tonight, <laughs> a full weekend of partying at the Speedway is, uh, has, has taken my ability to say an Agnos away from me. But uh, yeah, I've done eight episodes of the big show, and uh, Chloe's done eight, and she was, she was calling us out, calling me out for having yeah, only done was. that, She's and she gets called no-show. Well. That's because you don't turn it down. That's right. I mean, you don't say no. If I'm asked to go, I go. Although I was asked to go this Thursday, and uh, I I said, hey, man, I'll go if you want me to, but we're having this big pool party here later this weekend, and I, you know, I'll go if you want uh, me we to. Got, we got to prep for that. Yeah. We got we to full all hands on deck. Everybody's invited back on Thursday night. We got to clean this house and get it in order <laughs> <laughs> so, that the, so the wall crew can destroy it. That's so. right. I'm... So ready to destroy this house. Yeah. Although I had a pretty 
debauchery filled weekend. You did. Oh yeah, it, we're it coming off Memorial Day 2017. Party. Yeah, you uh, you got to reunite with all the uh, with the Southern Indiana hooligans that uh, that you hang out with in the summertime. That's right. I did. I've never met these people. Once again, another place Dakota doesn't invite me. I just I get to go to his house, but he doesn't let me in his social hey, circle. Hey, you can go down there so anytime. Rude. Anytime. Actually, you know what? You should come down on Fourth of July because that's when our next poker run is, and you'll you'll get to experience some real. I, you, you've seen me. I'm not really country. what you would call a runner. Oh, this is a, it's like a motorcycle poker run. Uh-huh. Except it's with golf carts throughout the park. Oh, okay. So and do you have to bring your own golf cart or you got room? You got the nah, room for the boss hog. I got room for the boss hog. Do you play hold'em? Uh it's any what you do is like with that you you go to different stops. There's five stops set up at people's um trailers. You, you draw a card at each right. at each trailer. Yeah, you draw a card at each trailer <laughs> and they got like at the stops, they've got like different types of booze, like usually jello shots, pudding shots, some type of other shots. Now, five, okay, five stops isn't really enough. So, how many hands do we get to play in this poker run? Oh, you just, well, you can buy as many cards as you want. It's $10 to, for one card. Okay. And you, you know, you pull a card at each stop. And then if you're like really close towards the end of the night, to having a hand like a straight or something, right? And you need uh, you need something else. Then you can buy a new card. You can buy another draw for one dollar, and you can end up winning like up to one hundred and fifty bucks. So this is all strictly legal. Who? Who? What charity are y'all benefiting? Uh, Brookville Lake Resort. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're, they're a nonprofit. The uh, Tiger Woods Foundation. So you can just drink and drive and go to these stops. That's right. Town. Man, we had we had a rough and Memorial Day, and so huge... did Eldrick. <laughs> Eldrick Woods got a DUI yeah. blowing a 0.0. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I swear I'm not fucked up on alcohol. It's all the prescription drugs I'm on. That, that's if, what's if you followed that at all? He was, he was found <laughs> yeah. in the turn lane, foot on the brake, car running, blinker on, asleep in the car at 2 in the morning. That's hilarious. It's a rough night. What rough night for the Nike legend. It, it, I, he's, he blew it, a 0.0. It was all, he was like, yeah, I haven't been drinking. I'm just fucked up on pills. It sounds like he's, on, he's, play, he's Jim Ursay, but he doesn't have $30,000 in cash in the backseat <laughs> to bribe the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Always keep your thirty grand in the back. That's where I keep mine. I heard they were going to release. I've got two cars, though, so I've got to have thirty grand in each. It's a, yeah. Yeah. I've got to be pretty cash, cash, cash heavy. I heard they were going to release the police uh, dash cam video of it. Or yeah, have they released that yet? It's supposed to come out sometime this week. Okay. So check local listings on how quickly uh, you're listening to the uh, the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. Once again, it's Jeremiah Morrill here with uh, Dakota Davis and Tanner Purdue today. Uh, kind of going down the uh, the Memorial Day uh, festivities. You were down in you were down in Brookville for, for some debauchery. Yep. Debauchery. You're down by the. You're in a lake community, right? It's an exclusive. Right. Uh, Lake Community on Wheels. Well, eh, some of them. I there mean, were, there's a lot of park model homes in there, too. Homes, right. Right. But and, they, they came in on Well, on, they on came wheels. in on wheels. They don't right. have wheels on them anymore. Uh, do you guys have a little pucker factor whenever the tornado sirens start going <laughs> off? <laughs> I've never been down there when that happens, but it's it's pretty hilly, so I don't think we'd have anything to worry about down there we were uh my crew i tried to get tanner to come with me and he wouldn't do it and dakota was you know avoiding the indy 500 like the plague but i was fishing i was 
I was at uh, at turn three of the infield of the Indianapolis 500, myself and about 30 of my closest friends and family. And uh, the race is cool. They got it in, didn't have rain, got to the end of it. Uh, we're hanging out. There was a B-52 uh, flying fortress that the bomber was the, uh, during the national anthem, that was the flyover. Oh, yeah. And uh, the crew came to the race after. They landed at Indianapolis Airport, got shuttled over, went to the Pagoda, hung out with, you know, Jake Gillenthal and B.B. Rexa or whoever who did the national anthem. And then they figured out that they quit serving beer at the track when the race was over. <laughs> so they got on the, they stole a golf cart and drove out to turn three and found us. So they were drinking wow. beers and hanging out with us in, uh, in the infield. That's awesome. Uh, and they hung out with us until the weather got really bad. Yeah. Uh, the cops were trying to get everybody to take shelter and, uh, they took off the last minute. Everybody got in my truck and I didn't, we always grill because we, when you go to the track, you, you're locked in. There's a quarter million people that are trying to leave and you're stuck with everybody. You're, you're on the inside. So there's, they don't even let traffic out for like over an hour. So we get back and we fire up the grill and eat. By the time food was done, the storm was rolling in. We didn't get my awning taken down. <laughs> and, and I think 4,000 gallons of water pooled on top of my awning and, uh, you can't see outside. It was so bad. Thunder, lightning, and this guy comes running up to my truck, bangs on the window. Hey, man, uh, you want me to take that awning down for you? And I look over, and it's just a pile of, of smoldering metal, or it's it's collapsed. And I was like, no, man, it's fine. He's just insistent, and it's raining in my car, and it's annoying me. And he's like, let me fold that up for you, at least. So he he takes the cover off, the canopy, off my awning, folds it up, and throws it in the back of my truck. I'm like, gee, thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. What uh, a guy. I brought, yeah, he was a cool dude. I, he was probably trash like everybody else did there. Did you give him a beer? No, it was raining. So we, uh, I, I, did, I wasn't getting out beer. to, I wasn't getting out <laughs> to get him a beer. It was, uh, I had, my, my truck was full. My brother's Dodge was full. Uh, it was a wild time. Fun, fun, fun weekend. If you, uh, I know everybody's got their own Memorial Day traditions where you go, you know, you, you like to go fishing or you go camping or whatever. For over a quarter million people every year, they go to that race. And it was, uh, it was really fun. Uh, we got up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, How left was my that? house, drove down, met my brother and uh, his his girlfriend Sarah and my uh, and my cousin. We all drove down and we got into the. Uh, they opened the gates at six in the morning. We got to our spot by six thirty and started setting up camp. And we Man, didn't get home till about intense. twelve. And the drinking starts immediately. The snake pit. Have you heard of the snake pit? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. It's like the uh, ED. You know what EDM is? Electric dance music. Yeah, yeah. Some guy guy dressed like a marshmallow or something was up there playing playing music, and I don't know I don't know if these guys actually make the music or if it's just all like DJs. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm too old apparently. Uh, it's so hard to figure that out. Yeah, I, and it seems like everybody is a DJ. Like a, if you get scratched by a DJ, you turn into a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Like vampires. It was something. it was unbelievable. It's the biggest party. I don't know anywhere, anywhere else you could go to have a, see a party like that. We're just people stacked on top of themselves, bringing whatever alcohol you want. As long as it's not in a glass bottle, they don't care. No uh, glass bottles. Every, huh? every, no glass bottles. Hmm. It smells very skunky. They do have a real skunk problem there. I don't know how to. I don't know how they're going to hmm. address that. But they've got skunks everywhere. In the uh, middle of the the track. Yeah. Yeah. What skunks? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They need pellet guns or something. So you take those skunks out. Yeah. Uh, and then, so there's probably 15 or 20,000 people just tailgating in the infield with their pop-up awnings and their coolers and everything. Jeez. And then about 50 or 60,000 people at this EDM festival that's happening inside of the track. And then another 220,000 people in stands around the track on the outside. 
So it's just ridiculous. You hit up one of the poker runs with me this year, and I'll hit up the Indy 500 with you next year. Is that the deal? That's the deal. All right. So how, what's the poker run schedule? Because as the president of Henry County's Memorial Park, I do have some official responsibilities to sit sit there and watch the fireworks go off at, okay. at Henry County. Well, then you've only got one other option. Is that Labor Day? It's Labor Day. Man. Are you going to be able to do it? I'll make one of them work. Is it on the 4th of July, or what? what what's the no, timing? No, no, it's always the Saturday. Okay. The Saturday of the weekend of the holiday. I'll make something work. So You got accommodations for myself and uh, and the second lady of Liberty, the second lady, boss hog, uh, whatever we're calling Sarah. I don't know what title we have for her. You got room uh, for us down there? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can make something work. All right. I'm sure. Right. I mean, there's a guest bedroom, but you'll probably have other guests though. It's a, it's a. This is a, this is a prestige weekend. It, it's a prestigious weekend. But see, in our, in our trailer, it's just usually Audrey and I, and then either, um, one of my friends. But now all my friends live out of state, so this weekend. So that's why you have to hang out with me now. Yeah, so this weekend <laughs> it was just uh, my grandparents. Okay. So, but they not, li- don't they live next door? Aren't they? Don't they have somebody has the trailer next to you? Oh, that's my mom and dad. Okay. All right. My parents have the trailer next to us, and all in a row. Yep. And uh, no, my grandparents live in Florida. Okay. So they, right. they so they, they don't visit that often. It's just right. from time to time. They were up here because my sister's graduating high school this week, so they decided to come up a week early for the poker run. Is your sister graduating high school the the day of? Does she have an open house the day of our big party? Yeah, she is. Yep. It's you have too a conflict. Bad you have to miss it. No. You don't have no. to. You don't have to be there very long. No, I'm not gonna say. Is that she the whole 18 time. yet? Are you gonna bring her by? No, she's there's not some, 18. <laughs> there's some there's some libertarians that would like to meet her. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Tanner would love to meet her. Do you know her? Do you know his sister? Who, who's your sister? Her name's Bailey. I don't know. No. Did you know there's another Dakota Davis? Yeah, I did. In, He's about in this town? Pounds. Yeah, in this town, yeah. I, I think it's you with a fat suit on. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets a hey. Make America Great All right, let's, hat. let's uh, hush, hush, hush on that. <laughs> you wear your Convention of States hat, and he wears the MAGA hat? Yep. It's, uh, uh, it's top secret. We'll say that. Top secret. There's only a select few that know the truth. About my secret. There's a, there's a couple Jeremiah Morals around, but there's no more in Henry County. There's uh, really yeah. There's a, I mean, there's, there's a, another Dakota Davis in, in Newcastle, this town yeah. in Newcastle. That's uh, it's weird, strange. Yeah, there's I got I got I was the first Jeremiah Moral that got on the internet though, so I'm like older than most of them. <laughs> so so there was a so kid. There... Uh, yeah, he's an Ivy Tech dude. <laughs> Four hundred pounds is a little aggressive. I don't. I don't think he's four. He. I don't think that goat goes four bills yet. No, he's not. Let him grow into it. He might. He, that, that he might like, get there one he day. Might. That was when he was in elementary school. Oh God, <laughs> that's uh, elementary school. Are you serious? I hope not. That's rough, man. He looks like Wilford Brimley, kind of from the. We need diabetes. to get Michelle Obama down here. Wilford Brimley. I sent it. <laughs> so I sent Greg Lenz a a Wilford Brimley thing. Do you guys? Do you remember Seinfeld? Yeah. I uh, this is I wasn't planning on going here. Do you remember Seinfeld, Dakota? I, yeah, I know Seinfeld. All right, so I, I I told Greg today. I said I think I am ready to get off of social media because there's this time hop deal that happens now. 
you, uh, you're on, you're on, yep. you're tagged in something a year or two ago, and it's oh, on this day, you know. And we do these memes. We this is a, this is kind of the shtick and the fun, and we poke fun at each other. I had to apologize. I don't, you know, I had to apologize. Oh, I was Lord. I was insensitive because I shared something from a year or two ago, and person A and person B are no longer in a relationship together. And if, if you share something and they're not together, uh, and then it then it reminds them, and it's your fault. I just it thought it was funny. Them? You lived that part of your life. What do you... I'm trying to forget. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't have time to research. You know, and we get tagged. You, you'll, you'll learn this as, as you continue your career in Wall. I get tagged all the time. Right. Well, you'll get tagged stuff. in something from, that was now in four years in the past and think it's funny and share it. Ha ha. Well, you don't have time to remember who's dated who or who knew who or who's dead or whatever's happened in the last four years and all 12 or 15 or who's people. who's dead. <laughs> It's it's too much. I think I want out. So Newman at one point went to uh, hey. went to the post office and said, "I want out of the mail." And, and Wilford Brimley played the postmaster general and came in and practically beat the shit out of Kramer <laughs> and told him, "You will take your mail." So That's that was good. that was the uh, the Wilford Brimley. I can't believe you know Wilford Brimley first I of all. I absolutely Tanner. love Wilford Brimley from the diabetes or the oatmeal. The diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Wolfer Brimley. I'm here to talk to you about adult onset type 2 diabetes. <laughs> I was eating ice cream and apple pie. Uh, he, he's a legend. Did you ever watch My Fellow Americans? It's a political movie. No. Uh, no I've never seen was it. Was Wolford in it? Yes. No way. He was. And Bradley Whitford, who, uh, who was on the West Wing, if you're a political guy, and then uh, uh, Jack Lemon. Who you probably have never heard of, but if you watch I've Grumpy Old Men, he's one of those guys. He's an old he's an old comic, and uh, and then uh, Maverick or uh, or the guy from the Rockford Files, James Garner. Those they were two former presidents, so they're old men in the movie. They're both unfortunately they've passed on now. Funny, funny movie made in the nineties. Hmm. Uh, just really funny. Nineties movies are the greatest. I oh yeah, like they just nothing can top a good like Chris Farley. And Adam Sandler duo movie. Like, that's just... Whew. Yeah, so for me, like, mid-late 80s, like John Hughes, and I don't know if you guys appreciate some of those, but, like, the from Ferris Bueller to oh, Uncle yeah. Buck and, oh, um, man. man, any of the John Candys, anything with John Candy in it. Like, oh, Home yeah. Alone was great. Um, how about uh, uh, Canadian Bacon? Do you guys ever watch Canadian Bacon? I've never even heard of that. No. No. We're going to end this podcast, and we're going to have movie night right now tonight. <laughs> you guys don't have plans, right? We're I've seen Wilford Brimley. That's about it. That's the only name I know out of all of those Of names. all of the names I gave Other you. Other than Chris Farley. Right. Did you know Adam Sandler? Please? Yeah. All yeah. right. But you don't know John Candy? No. Wow. All right. Well, we got a lot of work to do. Got yeah, a lot of work I'm to not do. a big movie guy, though. Yeah. I don't have the attention span to... Sit down for two hours and watch. Canadian, so Canadian bacon. It, it's like the, there's a there's a guy who's a sheriff of Buffalo, New York, and he thinks that Toronto is invading. So and they're they're declaring war on Canada. Oh wow! And it's all fake. It's all BS. Right. So, but this sheriff goes basically on his own. He and Re, uh, he and Rhea Perlman, I think, and they invade Canada. And Dan Aykroyd is in. You know Dan Aykroyd, no. another guy. You have no freaking clue who he is. Man, if you could just go watch some eighties and nineties comedy, like start with Stripes, start with Stripes and work your way through. I've watched a lot of like nineties comedy, like you know Ace Ventura, Good right. Burger, yeah. all, all the classics. Good and... Burger, welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> I take your order. 
Oh yeah, the welcome good to Brisket Wireless. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, you should do that. You should go in that character. Definitely. And now I he's on SNL. He's like the most tenured guy on Kel SNL. Mitchell? Yeah. No, oh, no Keenan is. Oh, Keenan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to Kel. I'm on his Facebook page. We're friends. You're, you're Facebook friends with Kel? <laughs> yeah. That that shows where he went. Less than 5,000 friends. He's he's less popular than Chris Spangle. Kel Mitchell. Los Angeles, California. Yeah. I'm going to unfriend him for you. No, don't do that. <laughs> We're scrolling here. He's got 4,600. You have one mutual friend. Who's your mutual friend with, with Kel? Uh, uh, that's my buddy Zeke. Your buddy Zeke. My yeah, buddy I, Zeke. I think I told him to add him in like seventh grade or something. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember awesome. when you could do that. Like, you who's, your most, who's your most famous Facebook friend that's like actually a real person? Dude, I have no idea. Loser. Like... I have no idea at all. You, you haven't like gone out and found like you know Kel Mitchell or somebody that <laughs> used to be famous that you're like, oh yeah, I'm Facebook friends with them. Uh, I think that um, the most famous person that I know is pr- probably Ron Paul's brother. Okay. Um, I don't even. Yeah, his name is also Ron Paul. No, it's it's Ronnie Paul. Ron Ronnie and Ronnie Paul. Yeah, Larry Ron and Ronnie. Larry Daryl and Daryl Paul. <laughs> yeah. Ron Paul's brother named Ronnie. This is my brother and, uh, Ron and my other brother Ron. He uh, he just started on Facebook like two months ago, and someone posted his profile in a group. Are you sure this isn't fake? No, this is real. You're being trolled. I'm not being trolled. Look, listen. Look, Carol Wells Paul is his mother. Okay. okay? And this is her profile picture. That looks like uh, Ron Paul and his shit. lovely wife. No. Th- so it's Ra- it's Rand's brother. It'd be Rand's uncle. No, it's Rand's right. uncle. Yeah. This is Ronnie. Ron. I'm that, very confused now. This is Ronnie. Okay. Ronnie Paul. He looks like an Astros fan down in Texas. He is an Astros fan. Oh, you Are you an Astros fan? Do you have baseball ties? Do you uh, care? I was, I'm Do you a give Reds a damn? fan. Because you live down, you know, half your time down in down right. Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. So right. that's fine. How about you? You got baseball ties? Uh, you got an allegiance? I've got like a, a distant cousin or something that played for the Indianapolis Indians, but I mean, his, his name is Chris Truby, but I went and saw him one time. He struck out like four times, so I don't really associate. <laughs> you don't associate with losers in the major in the minor leagues. No, if you can't I, if you actually, can't bat at least two hundred in the in the triple A's, Tanner doesn't want to be related to you. I I believe he got. He might have got picked up by some some team, but he got released. But like I said, I don't I don't fuck with losers. So he's not. <laughs> Did you go player. to high school with uh, Trey Ball? Was yeah, he? Was, yeah. yeah, he was. A he's year. a Red Sox, right? You're supposed to be a Red Sox eventually. Yes. He, he's number one. He's number one pick in the or uh, the first round, like a top ten yeah, pick. By the, I believe he was number one. Yeah, he was early. Mm-hmm. Did you know him? Yeah, I, I knew him not real well, but I, I knew of him. You know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he I wouldn't talk to you in the hallways. I, I don't know. I, I've never really been in that. I did assassinate him at the senior walk. How's that uh, go down? Whenever he walked by me, I pointed out a handgun and blew his head off. <laughs> so what I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like Sirhan, Sirhan. I'm I'm so lost. Oh, Can you translate of any of this for me? No, I just found out that it's not. Oh no! It it's not Ron Paul's brother. Oh it's, no! It's his son. 
Yeah, that's what so I was saying. Ronnie Paul's Because his mom would have been, yeah, that was what I was trying to say earlier, was that it would have been Rand's brother. Right. Ron's son, Ron Jr. Yeah, it's Ron Jr., not. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's was still a, pretty good. Honestly, he's younger, so uh, he's probably got some life left in him. Looks like this is saying he's a he was a state senate candidate in Texas. Sure. So he didn't make it though. He didn't get elected. I, I've lost two elections already. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Twenty-seven percent uh, in twenty twelve is my high water mark. So we'll see. We'll see. At least we'll you see set a get... record. I believed it in you. I, I've set a personal record. That's the best I've done. Well, well. At the time, I think um, in two-way races, it was the strongest uh, strongest candidate for the Libertarian Party. Okay. Uh, definitely for a state house race. Because Brad did really well. When, yep. When he he, he picked it her. up past me a little bit. And I think Zach picked it up. Yeah. Uh, Brad Owens in 2014 and Zach Lee in 2016. So That's when I joined the party was that whenever Brad was running. Exactly. And that, that's something in Libertarian politics. And actually, one of the notes I have uh, for, for today was... was how we run these campaigns and, you know, as we get into the political season, it's kind of, you know, we're in the off year in Indiana. We're not going to have an election this year. So this yeah. is kind of our goof off blow off year and re rebuilding and kind of having social events and doing fun things. And that's a part of what this podcast is for me is, is, you know, developing relationships with people and finding ways to talk about issues and have some fun with them. Um, but as we gear up for 2018, start to think about what kind of races we get into and what's, what's on deck um, I really think that the key is is local <laughs> is local races. Yeah, um, I you, agree. We look at uh, what happened in Montana, uh, I guess last week, uh, yeah, and really there was a candidate. Uh, the Libertarians ran a candidate who I think picked up about five percent in a special mm-hmm. election. Uh, in an election that the Republican, what what happened to go to the Republicans <laughs> smacked somebody. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, he full on John Cena that dude. <laughs> Gave him the F five. You can't see me. (laughs) Um, The Libertarian actually got what five point three percent, I believe. Yeah, something like that. It was it was pretty solid. Sixteen percent in Liberty County. So it's kind of ironic. But what happens? That may just make sense. In in races like that, (laughs) uh, big money always seems to come in, and it always follows the uh, the candidates. Uh, that can actually do something, and as a libertarian, especially at the at the national level or at a big state office, libertarians aren't there offering up uh, offering up big handouts or you know it, they're not they're not offering to reach into Dakota's pocket to pay for Tanner's lifestyle, uh, <laughs> and that's what PACs like to do. So, you, know, you see these you see these PACs that that fund most of these campaigns uh, in their corporate interests or so their interest groups for this special project or that special project or the insurance company or the the warm beer lobby versus the cold beer lobby and you know the it's musical chairs and it that's where you get your tens of thousands and millions of dollars to to fund these races and it's really difficult for us to compete on those levels especially without real grassroots support uh and networks to to get that out so we always find ourselves trying to at least i advocate for trying to to have local races and local candidates yeah, or we can I've be always... a, we can be much closer on on the on money yeah, I'm I'm huge on local races. I mean, everybody that everybody that you talk to, if you're a libertarian and you go outside and you start talking to people and talk, start talking about politics and you say, "Well, I'm a libertarian." And they say, "Oh yeah, I cannot I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard someone say, "Yeah, you know, libertarians align. I'm 
I align more closely with libertarians than anybody else, but I just won't vote for them because they can't win. Yeah, yeah. Once we start winning, like once we have a town council member in Shirley or something, or a county council, city council in Newcastle. We do have a Shirley, Indiana town council member. Right, I know. <laughs> and, um, but anyway, once, once we start getting these positions, then people you know, start seeing that we can do stuff. We are here. Our policies make sense. They say, well, you know what? The Libertarian did win here. So if I vote for him, then, you know, I'm not throwing my vote away. That's the biggest issue that we have to face is people just thinking that they're wasting their vote. Yeah. Um, I mean, if everybody that voted for a third-party candidate because they thought they could win rather than thought they couldn't win, then it would be a landslide election in every race, in my opinion. Um, but what I normally get is, oh, my great-aunt was a librarian. There's <laughs> something along the lines of I had to, what the hell's a libertarian? You yeah. know, you kind of have to explain it. But then once you explain it, they're like, "Well, okay, I can align with this, 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 and this." And uh, another thing is, I believe most of us would actually stick to our word if we did get elected, and that's not something that one of the two major parties could say, because I mean, they they promise to do something and then don't come anywhere close to it it becomes it, whether it's an issue of personal favors versus just having principle and that's something that as a libertarian you're able to actually just be a person based on principle and you don't have to go back and apologize or or tell constituent a hey yeah this guy you know in in whatever way you're going to do it this guy wrote me a check or this is the way this one went down or I had to trade this for that. You simply or you just don't say anything to them. Yeah, or you just quit taking their phone calls. That's right. Um, you just you're very predictable, and it's it's easy to understand where where they're going to be. Right. Um, I had a an older gentleman, a baby boomer. We'll go ahead and say it. It was a baby boomer. I was passing somebody out. somebody your parents' age. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are your we parents were, baby boomers or Gen Xers? No, um, I don't know. They're forty four. What is that? What year? What year is that? Your mom's born in like seventy-two. Si- God, they are Gen Xers. Minor are baby boomers. Yeah, minor boomers. Sixty-three. My yeah. parents are pretty young. Sixty-four is like the last year of baby boomers. Oh, am I closer to your parents' ages than you than I am to you? Forty-four, eleven. Thirty-three minus forty-four is eleven. Wow. I'm like right in between. <laughs> even right in between. Very even. <laughs> no, he. He came up to me, and it was my first time ever volunteering to do anything for the Libertarian Party. After I had been pestered so much by Jeremiah Morrill, I finally agreed to go and do something for the party. And we went out, we're at the fair, and passing out flyers alongside Rex Bell whenever he was running for governor in Libertarian the Libertarian Elvis is what he is. Yeah, that's right. If you don't know who Rex Bell is, then you need to get up on Amazon and look up Stinky Shorts. If you don't know who Rex Bell is, that's a you problem at this point, because we've promoted Rex a lot. Living under a rock. Rex is a, Rex he, is a legend. I uh, I handed him something, and he said, Libertarian Party? That, says, <laughs> that sounds too much like liberal for me, and then walked off. And I thought, that's that's new. Like That was very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of words that sound like other words that... <laughs> Don't mean anything close. Like to what. lemons and limes; those are very different. Yeah, but they sound. They'll they start are. with L's. I mean, shit, they can grow on the same tree. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it sounds too much like liberal for some people. So maybe it's a name problem. Liberal librarians. <laughs> so total non sequitur. You sell your car yet? Nope. You dropped Still your price? Sale. Apparently you're asking too much for that, that piece of crap, as Tad called it. <laughs> nope. I'm not dropping the price. I'm just going to keep making payments on it until I sell it. You need to have Tad drive it, and then it would be worth double the asking price. How many miles are on it? 50. It's a 50 miles? 50,000. 50,000 miles on yeah. a Chevy Corvette. No. <laughs> Camaro. Sonic. Oh, oh. damn. Oh, I, I thought it was I thought I was gonna blink it, it was gonna be better. A Chevy Sonic, the Hedgehog. You call it the Hedgehog? Does it have a name? Um yeah. It's it's got a nickname. People that I've worked with always call it the silver bullet. The silver bullet. Yep. Like a, they were being really nice. I like the pimp wagon a lot better. <laughs> pimp wagon. It's not really a wagon though, because it's too it, small. It, is it a Kia? Or it's a Chevy. It, it's, it's a Chevy. It is a Chevy it's got a bow tie on it. Yeah. Oh, blacked out bow tie, carbon fiber. <laughs> you have you have put more upgrades into that Sonic than any car I've seen. <laughs> it is, it it's like the SS. It's almost if they they didn't make an SS version. No, they did. They did. It feels like I have turned it into the SS version. Yeah, I, I mean, I literally have, and it was cheaper for me to do all of that myself than what it was to buy the SS package. You just don't have the extra horsepower. Uh, I, I mean, I dropped the turbo in it. How many horses is it? Uh, two sixteen. Really? Yeah. Uh, for a go kart, that is that's pretty <laughs> solid. For I think go-kart. yeah, two sixteen. Well, that's what the stock is. I don't know. Does it? If I don't know if a turbo affects actual horsepower. Yeah, it should. It and sh- then it should it's probably it. got more than that. Yeah, probably two eighteen. Now that see this, yeah. Now the turbo that I got, um, came from Japan, and the uh, cold air intake. Or the the filter that was coming up had it was white and it had a pink daisy painted on the top of it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like that now. I painted just, it. Okay, but. you didn't go to a K and N. You took the you took the one that came with the turbo. Oh yeah, I took the one that came with it. Yeah, I mean the horsepower. I I guess it would depend if you're talking about regular horses or are you talking <laughs> one like Sea Biscuit or something. <laughs> I mean, two hundred and eighteen Sea Biscuits is pretty. Pretty damn impressive, but if it's you know like two hundred horse horse out of the backyard, you know, and it's a piece of shit. Thoroughbreds hey. versus quarter horses. Quarter I didn't horses. say yours wasn't. You get you get kicked by a quarter horse and you get kicked <laughs> by a sea biscuit, and you're not gonna know a damn difference. If, raise your hand if you've been kicked by a horse. I have. I never have. Yeah, I've never been close enough to a horse to get kicked by one. You afraid of them? Yeah, they freak me out, man. Really? Can you imagine how fucking scary it would be? Being over here for like a war or something and seeing <laughs> fucking horses for the first time, <laughs> I would be absolutely terrified. You would have not made a good settler. Where are these? <laughs> yeah. We're settlers, son. I mean, got big, they got big teeth. I'd be running. As fast the teeth aren't what's scary about a horse. No, it's just I was, the sheer I was size bit, of the creature. I was bitten walking through a barn, bitten, picked up, and thrown by a horse named Ed once. By a horse named Ed. A horse named, named Ed. Ed. He was a dick man sounds terrible. like it terrible what'd you ever do to ed i walked by him <laughs> he was ed had a bad disposition he was nearly dead when my parents bought him and the mistake they made was feeding him and he got his bad attitude back when they he got when, 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 he, when he started when he wasn't starving anymore <laughs> they got ed and red they kept red and ed had to go 
after he picked you up. After he picked me up and tossed me. I liked him, too. He's a good horse. Once you got on him, he's all right to ride. But uh, but he was an asshole. Mm -hmm. Stab you right in the back. I just cannot do horses, dude. They freak me out. Really? Yeah. I will not get close to them. I've been in situations where, I mean, growing up. You would have been a shitty cowboy. Oh, I would have been a horrible (laughs) cowboy. I would have been either, I probably just would have been like right alongside the Irish blowing up tunnels for the trains and then they'd come by and be like all right time to head back on to the village everybody else would get on their horses and i'd just walk back and i'd make it there by dawn and then have to turn around and walk back you realize tad western <laughs> listens to this and he's no longer gonna be your friend you're gonna have this is gonna be ugly tad western keep your horses away from me i'm not dealing with that today too dangerous they'd... yeah i agree with tanner their teeth are huge Freakishly huge. I mean, can you imagine how big of a brush they need to clean them motherfuckers? <laughs> That's a big toothbrush. You know, they do need dentistry. You have to float them. Their teeth just grow and grow and grow. And you have to, you got to get a big file. You have to you, file down their teeth. Oh, you grab their bad. tongue, pull it out of their mouth, pull it to the side. And then you get a big file that's about three foot long on a, on a big, you know. What do they do in the wild? They, uh, they don't live that long. But uh, yeah, what happens if, Do the if you Indians don't file, file them down? I'm, I think they probably practice some animal husbandry. Uh, but they, they, what'll happen is they'll get points and it'll hurt to eat, and then they'll lose weight and they'll die. They don't live. That's why they wouldn't live that long. Hmm. So you do it. Sometimes you get an older horse and they start not keeping weight on, and you have to you have to file their teeth. So there's that the, is interesting. There's they a little should. tip for you. Maybe you've just been around horse with bad teeth, and they're yeah. they're grumpy. That's yeah. probably what Ed's problem was. They need to yeah. start juicing their food. That's right. If they juice, uh, see, they they wouldn't have a problem. If they were on uh, super male vitality. Oh yeah, yeah, super horse vitality. Yeah, I heard John Wayne makes some. I don't Are know we, if John Wayne's doing much of anything anymore. No, yeah, he's rolling in his grave now. Hi, he made Pilgrims. That joke. I'm John Wayne, Pilgrims. <laughs> well, we got a Hank Hill and a John Wayne on the podcast now. My, like, I wait, you a, two don't know who John Candy is, but by God, you know who John Wayne is. Oh, yeah. I know who John Candy is. God He's rest John his soul. Candy. He was, sounds dead. He died in Mexico in 1994, making a movie called Wagons East. What a way to go. Where the Western settlers were giving up and said, the hell with it, we're going to be the first ones to turn around and we're going back east. <laughs> I've, uh, <laughs> Another comedy. It killed him. Sounds like a comedy. I'm not a big fan of Mexico either. Me neither. I I went there one time. With my grandpa. Did you go to me- real Mexico, or did you go to, like, cruise port town, Mexico? We went to Cancun. Yeah. All right, and... Tell me more about what your white man problems here with no, your, no, no, your bad no. trip to Cancun. This is the thing. We were in Cancun, and they had the resort closed off by brick walls so that you could not see how horrible the village on the outside of our resort looked. And it was peak... Peak and Capistan levels of capitalism in this little area. Inside. In, well, in, in, inside right. the barracks that you're yeah, staying inside in. inside the barracks. I mean, hmm. I mean, Donald Trump's just taking a... He's just taking a message from what Mexico's already doing. They're building walls to separate from their people, their good their, people from their slummy people. Their private security forces versus their government security forces. That's right. But you want it, your government to build a wall. I don't want my government to build a wall. You seem you seem awful, awful Trump sympathetic over there this morning uh, or this afternoon. It's I'm a, a little it's sympathetic. That fat suit Trump. he's wearing. 
He, he's yeah. the other Dakota Davis. Yep. Nah. You're the libertarian you know, right now. I am You're too. sounding awful portly over there. I am the libertarian right now. Nah, I don't agree with anything Trump does. Nothing? <laughs> Not as a libertarian. <laughs> I think that we... Didn't... Something came up about this in the group chat one time where Greg pointed out that, if anything, libertarians are more anti-Trump than anything else. And I was like, eh, I don't think so, because whenever I woke up and Donald Trump had won instead of Hillary Clinton, I was like, oh, good. I was excited. It was. You went to the inauguration. Of course you were excited. Yeah. I, I, I Do don't you have think... a Kekistan flag? Huh? Do you have a Kekistani flag? Hanging up in your room? No. I saw I'm that, uh, Kapistan, that but... Dear Leader had one mailed to him. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And I thought it was an ugly tablecloth. <laughs> 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 I was not familiar. Are you on 4chan? No. No, I'm not. You're not on poll? I'm not on poll. I'm not on 4chan. I'm not on Reddit or uh, uh, oh, Vote. Man. Is it Vote? What's the other? There's another. There's like a Reddit clone. Oh, I don't I, know. I don't know. I'm just sick with the OGs. I was, I was going to have my cousin that came into town talk about this. He plays he plays with the dark arts of shitposting, but he's too afraid to put his name with any of this. I said, I'll give you a fake cover, and he said, no, I can't trust you. I, I oh, mean, I wow. never post anything. I just lurk and read. I post in Ancapistan. I see you post in Ancapistan all the time. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. yeah I, 4chan is awesome. I mean, you get on poll on 4chan, and it's like, like you hear it in the media. Is it poll or poll? I always. Call I would pole. think it would bum, be bum, Paul. Bum. I always call. I've always called Paul, but I've never like talked to anybody else. That's well, it'd in be it. politics, right? Yeah, that's what yeah, I would politically assume. But incorrect. By itself, is it a GIF or a GIF? It's, it's a, a GIF, it's hands a down. Is it yeah. a JPEG or a JPEG? A JPEG. Tomato or tomato? Tomato. Now, come on, anybody that said tomato, I would have to slap. <laughs> that's just fucking ridiculous. Washington <laughs> or Washington? Washington. What did you just say? Washington. (laughs) Well. uh, I'm just kidding. You have Kentucky roots. Yeah. Do you, Dakota, or are you pure? Do you have have Kentucky grandparents or great-grandparents? He's from Newcastle. My uh, great-grandparents came here from Germany. So I'm pretty pure. They're very pure on that side. Very pure. Very, You're awful dark for a German, though. That's because my I got a lot of Cherokee or Blackfeet Indian in me too, from my dad's side. <clears throat> no, my dad's family's from Arkansas, and then my mom's family's from Germany. It's a it's a wild world we live in. I'm Canadian. I've got Canadian roots. Do you really? Yeah, I can tell. My dad's side. Of. We both. Does got Chris to... Spangle really have Canadian roots? Like, is that a real thing or Irish? Uh, the paperwork's been destroyed. The only real link we have back to it is Troy Hill, and he's very certain that it's real. Hmm. Troy's been gone longer than you guys have been around. He, uh, dear leader, had him deported to the left coast. Oh but, my! Uh, it's real. I, I think it's, uh, it's true. Unfortunately, there goes my seven dollar a month contribution. Well, you know, if people are making seven dollar a month contributions, they probably can do it in the name of Boss Hog of Liberty instead of We Are Libertarians. That's right, they sure can. I hear that uh, Christy Avery, who yeah. will be at our next party, uh, made a big contribution today. Christy Avery, to say, super thank you. fan! So we thank her very much for that. Yeah, that, that uh, was I, She was claiming that she was uh, she was wanting to take us up on the $50 offer for having uh, Tanner make her drinks all night. 
I don't know. That was an offer. Yeah, we've made that offer yeah. when you weren't here. Oh, if somebody I'll makes do it. if somebody makes fifty dollars uh, in contributions and and mentions the Boss Hog Liberty when they do that, uh, a fifty dollar one time contribution, then uh, Tanner is your uh, basically your servant for the night, and he'll make you uh, he'll make you drinks, cocktails, Absolutely. grab beers, whatever it is. So, uh, Christy, you have uh, you've got your boy or your man, your manservant <laughs> of sorts. It's got to be more than fifty dollars, doesn't it? No, I mean, no, you don't get any of it. This is going that's to your leader's all I'm worth co- is fifty dollars. It's a fifty dollars minimum. Yeah, that's it. It's just fifty dollars. Uh, yeah. So, so I, most people fifty dollars or more. At least donate three hundred. If you do three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, uh, for a thousand, I guess Boss Hog of Liberty could be your servant for the night. I mean, serve serve you drinks. I'm already like the Wolfgang Puck of. The alcoholic beverages, although I don't drink myself, I I could whip up a mean cocktail. Uh, what can you do with a blue correct? Everything. <laughs> blue. What is what is blue curic? I've never heard of that drink. Is that before. how you pronounce it? No. How do you pronounce blue it? blue curico? Curico. You can grab it. It's I over just, there. I just missed the O at the end. I've not been doing this. You for want to do a shot of it straight up? I'll do a shot. I'll drink it straight out of the bottle. Why don't you go get a shot glass? You're not not drinking any of it. You can have your Pepsi. All right. Why don't you get the blue Curico in a shot glass? I get the blue. Now, now at this point, our job is to to pass the time while he's he's in the the Boss Hogs bar over there grabbing the bottle of blue Curico. Grab me a Pepsi. uh, In just the one shot glass. He's got my Deadwood shot glass. Oh, that it's looks it's disgusting. from it's from South Dakota. That's your favorite Dakota, isn't it? Dakota. Yeah, that's my favorite Dakota. That is for sure. Uh, don't spill oh, that. That looks terrible. Don't spill it. I'm gonna get a picture. This is this is gonna be uh, internet content here. We are uh, when you see this. This is from the uh, the yellow room. My my re- my back living room here. You see the fish that Tad tried to kill in the background, and the great Scott Dixon, who was held up at gunpoint last week. At uh, <laughs> am I going to need a chaser for this? Um, I, you may be the first man to ever take a shot of Blue Curico straight up. Have so have that have that Pepsi that he's got sitting there. <laughs> and <laughs> why don't you move the big bottle to the center and let let Tanner cap it? That's a, just that, in case something goes terribly wrong. If you wrong cannot there. do this, you are a pussy. Um, you know, my first time ever at a college party. Oh my god, that smells awful. <laughs> I was at my very first college party, and one of my friends was there, and they all like everybody. I was, feel like you're stalling. I am stalling, but this is a funny story. But the majority of the people there were underage, and I'm going to incriminate myself because I was too. And I'm sure the statue of limitations is up by now. <laughs> so we we're at this party, and like all that these people could get was a big bottle of uh, like Skull vodka. Like the five dollars for a seven fifty, right? But it was a vodka. It was a huge. It was yeah. like a yeah, like almost like two liters or something. And I almost a, had to buy that over the weekend because I couldn't find anything plastic. <laughs> and finally, I found uh, my brand. I drink. Uh, what's the blue one? I hell, I don't even know. Uh, Svedka. I found Svedka ah. in in the in the plastic. No, this this is a skull, and we everybody was drinking out of the same one because that's all that was there. Like I said, everybody was underage, and. Um, I don't remember how this happened, but some I haven't been drinking at all. Like I wasn't a big drinker back when I was in high school, and someone was like, "Man, you gotta like 
they were taking shots and then they were drinking a bunch of like orange juice chaser. And I was like, you don't need a chaser with that stuff. <laughs> and my friend was like, yeah, you do, man. This stuff's really strong. Orange and juice that, and vodka would be a. Right. But we didn't know it then. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, oh, I bet you can't do it without a chaser. And I was like, dude, I bet I could go up there and chug that thing. And he goes, whatever. So I walk up there Screwdriver, and way. I grabbed the bottle by the neck. And I started chugging it, and I got like five or six seconds worth out of it. Everybody was counting. I felt really cool. <clears throat> yeah. Put it down. Didn't even need a chaser. Bam. All right, I'll take the shot. And I'll you, take the and shot And you blacked now. out. And it, down it goes. Woo! Your teeth are blue. Are they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't need a chaser. What'd that taste that? like? Hmm. Uh... Because I literally have never had blue curaco by itself. It literally just tasted like, like blueberry vodka. That's, yeah. I don't know what that tastes like, but it, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> That's for That's an all AMF. it tastes like. It it really wasn't that bad at all. There's a couple other things you put it in. But, Do you have uh, any Everclear? No, no. It's I'm I'm over thirty. <laughs> Let's see if he can do that. <laughs> you got any rubbing alcohol? <laughs> There might be some in the medicine cabinet. I don't know, dude. I have that, bourbon and gin and, and tequila and, and regular whiskey. That absinthe uh, and, at the last party was a million times stronger than that. I have some bad news about that, about absinthe. That came from Lisa, and she is not... She's going to be in town. She's going to be in the state. Lisa Crosby is going to be in Indiana from Florida. She flew up special for the last one, and now she's not going to come to this episode. She's not coming to the party? No. No, she's got. It. She's coming yeah, to town wh- for what's a graduation. Up with that? I, this is a public appeal right now from 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 her boys from from yep. Dakota and Tanner. I, I saw where she come said, home. She said something like, "Unless something changes, maybe you could change your mind." Yeah, yeah. I'll have my shirt off, Lisa. Really? <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean we're swimming. You're, and I also didn't have you some, claim you, you're working on a dad bod? Unfortunately, I've got a great dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> it is the greatest dad bod of all dad bods. It's, it's you need pretty some good. New Balance or something? Yeah, I do. I just got my slippers on tonight. Oh, though. nice. Do you have New Balances? I don't think so. Oh, but Lisa, I also have some uh, like six inches above the knee swim trunks. I think I'm gonna break them out for the six pool inches party. above the knee. Above Those the knee, like, like, are they American like, flag? What are they? What? No, they're not American flag. They got uh, little leaves all over them. Maple leaves, Canadian. I, no, they're not maple leaves. No, they're I don't not know what pot they leaves, are. are they? No, they're not pot leaves. I don't know what they are. They're just like these little leaves, and they they look like they're straight out of like 1982. Have you got uh, a wardrobe worked out, uh, Tanner, for the big uh, pool party? A, what? a wardrobe. Um. No, or you can do like you did last time, just get in your underwear like you did at the uh, with the Tadcast poolside. That's the, that's the plan right there. Did you hear that, Lisa? Tanner's gonna be in his underwear all night. If you're I would lucky, rather he's in his you... underwear than James Neese naked again. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I will make that trade all day long. Yes, I would too. All day long. I uh, cross promotion. We you know we had Tad and Miranda uh, of Miranda's World was at the uh, was at the Indy 500 with us in the infield. And she is claiming that herself and her uh, her lovely boyfriend Joey will be in attendance. So, uh, hmm. prepare yourselves. Brace oh, yourself, Henry County. <laughs> hey, I guess that uh, um, our special guest, that's Audrey's friend, that's coming to the party on Saturday. 
that Chris Spangle des- desperately wanted to meet. Uh, she was in turn three at the Indy 500 as well. Hanging out with me. She was. She never came to my... I never invited her. I didn't uh, know to invite her to the party. I invited her to the party. No, to the turn three party. Oh, to the turn three party. Yeah. No. She was there, though. The the My very good friend Jeff Vibbert came by with one of his bosses, Todd McComas. I was in the grandstand. I, I'm sorry I missed it, but... Uh, my brother and uh, and Todd McComas, uh, McComas did the uh, Stone Cold some beers or whatever. You know, oh, yeah, them, yeah. Knock them together and take yeah, them back. Yeah, I saw that picture. It looked rough. That, the, the, the week that the Barstool Heartland guys took out there just looked... Uh, it looked like... Now, they're, they're was that your brother gone. that had the that was just dumping the beer all over himself? It wasn't really getting in his mouth? <sighs> I Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he, sometimes, he, sometimes he doesn't play by the rules. So I had this weekend, um, I bought some Milwaukee's Best. Milwaukee's Best. Yep. And took it down to the campground. And I got to say, I was a huge fan. It, that's That sounds like the kind of beer that comes in a 30-pack. Oh, it did. Yeah. It's $10. Yeah. It's like Stroh's Light. 30 cents. Bush Light. Hams. Hams. Yeah, hams. Is, hams See, is I'm a not pack. a big fan of hams. But that Milwaukee's Best. You don't want a hams in your hand? No. Nah. See, those are all just so watery to me. I don't like a watery uh, beer. The Milwaukee's Best was not. Yeah. That's why I liked it. It was It was pretty Did you good. bring one? No, I didn't bring one. Is it Old I drank Milwaukee? them all this weekend. Or M- Milwaukee's Best? Milwaukee's run out to Best. the uh, of Old Milwaukee. Run out to the beer fridge real quick, and there's there's some chili water stuff out there that a friend of ours brought. Get two of Chili those. water? Chili water. It's a local brewery in Indianapolis. I, think I, I want you to that try bottle. that. Yeah, right. there's two cans. There are a couple cans of it on the uh, in the door. It's a free uh, free chili water commercial. When you're 21, we'll explain it to you. Oh yeah, Tanner. That's only a couple months away, actually. You're getting close. When when's the big birthday? August the 13th. I think we talked about that. Maybe we're going to throw you a party. Do you yeah, want to do you yeah. want a party out here for, for your 21st? Of course. Um. As maybe long as maybe it's that'll a be the surprise party. A surprise. Yeah. Will you remember it if we just like, hey, we're having a party? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I'll be here. Yeah. And you I won't be like, oh. Shit, this is my birthday. I wish my real friends were here, not these libertarians. Yeah, I would totally come for my birthday party. Yeah. Maybe maybe Sarah could bake a cake, or Perfect. Lisa could come back and Perfect. bake a cake, or Miranda, Miranda could here. jump out of a cake. Yeah. yeah. We'd need a lot of... I don't know how to make a cake that big. I'm sure that the women could work that out, though. Definitely. Probably going to need to start baking right away. Oh, here he is. What is that? That is not it. Well, that's a that's a... What no? I don't need that. That's don't do that. Don't do that. that. Yeah, there are twelve ounce cans. I, that he he got a a bullet bottle that is filled with something from the track, and I don't know what that could be. That could be piss, man. There's a lot of pulp in this. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of pulp in it. I don't know what he's got, but uh, we're gonna send him back. That's a reject. <laughs> that's a really good way to miss work tomorrow. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Questionable half open track beer. That's that. that I bet it's a mixture of about everything, bodily fluids. Um, There's uh, maybe a little bit of beer in there. Yeah, there could be. There, could, it's very possible. We were pretty premium this year. In turn three, we had a bucket for. Uh, you know, there's long lines at the bathroom. We talked about that before, uh-huh. where you know everybody's in the wrong bathroom, so we had a bucket. Had to empty it twice. Oh, it was that wow. bad. They emptied it twice. Yuck! That does not sound yeah. very sanitary. Um, it's uh, it's like camping. There they are. That's all you, man. Just grab the one. Just grab one. Shotgun it. I thought you were going to get two, one for each of us, but if you just got I mean, one. I can cool. only find the one in there. That's all right. Ain't beer grand. 
That's what it says around the top of it. Chili water. So yeah, they're down on, uh, I think, Virginia Avenue on the southeast side of Indianapolis. It's locally brewed, though. Oh, yeah. Built to last German Pilsner. That's what I got here. It's a 4.7% alcohol. Uh, the Milwaukee's Best I had this weekend was 4.9. Oh, wow. So That sounds delicious. Dude, it, it was really good stuff. Like I said, I I only drank on Friday and Saturday, and I polished off that case of 30. So it was good enough for me to keep drinking. Yeah, you know? it sounds like it. After a few of them, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I ended up having the night of the poker run. Now this is what we're calling debauchery right here. All right. I had two apple pie pudding shots. I had five shots of a lemonade moonshine. I had 15 Milwaukee's Best and didn't remember a thing come Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good night. Yeah, you were probably still up and going on, on Sunday morning when we were driving in. I would Depends what time, like were that. You, what time were you driving in? Three in the morning. Oh, I was yeah. up at 3, and we were on the road by 3.45. Oh, yeah. I was up. I was up. We were still dancing. There was this... There's a dance Let after. me guess. There was some sort of bluegrass music. No, no, no. No. It's a, it's a professional DJ. He he goes... His name his name's DJ Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. He, he's it's actually, not DJ Billy Bob. It's DJ he's Billy. He's actually a super good DJ. Like, he's going to DJ at our wedding. Like, he's just... He's really good. And... He's There's the one that I have to bribe to pay to to get that song played. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's the one. DJ Billy. DJ Billy. And so we're at this dance, and Audrey turned in early. Quitter. Uh, and she had had enough to drink. And <laughs> she had like, Pepsi. way too much water. And <laughs> so she goes back to the camper, you know, and she's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, all right. And the night is... Continuing going on, she left at like 10.30. So you couldn't go home with Audrey. Did you take Billy home? I didn't take Billy home. But what's interesting you is that warm. there was a a lady who was there who was probably 28, 29. Sounds very nice. She comes up and she starts talking to me. This is and at the campground or this is at like a local club? No, this is at the campground. We have a, a huge clubhouse up there. Okay. And... This lady comes up, she's talking to me, and she's like, do you like to dance? I'm like, no, but I I mean, I watch people dance, but I'm not much of a dancer. And she's like, oh, yeah, me too. So we get to talking, we're talking for like 30, 45 minutes, and then she goes, come on, come out and dance with me. And I'm like, no, 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 that's all right. And then I get a text from one of my friends down there, Brian, and it just says, watch that one. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, in that moment, it all clicked. She was not just being friendly. She was wanting to find a camper to stay in that night. And it's a good thing you said something, because by the end of the night, she says, she comes up to me, and she, the dance is over. It's like uh, 1.30. And she says, are you heading back? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't know yet. I might stay out a little bit longer and go hit up some campfires or something. And... She says, okay, well, I'll, I'll just ride with you. And I said, actually, no, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> I might just head home. And she, uh, she was, she obliged. 
said her goodbyes and was on her way. But and then she was in had, panic mode because it was the end of the night and she yeah, didn't get to right. go home with Dakota. And, by God, I made my rounds to the campfires, <laughs> and it was very interesting. Uh, on that note, I'm going to try this chili water. It's German, just like you. Half German. That's good stuff. There you go. Does it taste like Jewish people? Oh, my God. <laughs> tastes like the opposite. <laughs> this is pure Aryan beer. Oh, it tastes <clears throat> like real people. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see. We're, we're up at that hour mark again here. We didn't get into some of the other junk that I had listed for us. Uh, do you want to remind people uh, the Boss Hog Liberty page is, uh, is out there now. We're up over 200, and, I think over 250 likes. We're getting a few every day. We appreciate that. Uh, I trust that Dakota and Tanner have invited everybody on their friends list by now. And of they've course. All, they've, all, they've all liked the page. Actually, I cannot figure out how to invite friends <laughs> to like it. You're not... Uh... I think it's right on the page, isn't it? When you click on the page, it says invite well, friends. We'll teach you how That's to use I Facebook later. I mean, I invited people to come and like the Libertarian Party of Henry County page. I invited every single one of my friends. Yeah. And... This is a bit of a struggle for you, though. I... I can't figure out how I did it. <laughs> like, I have no idea. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, let's see. You've got a, something prepared over there about Ivanka. You're you're our uh, our correspondent for uh, uh, Cosmo magazine. Is that right? right? right. So this is going to be a Cosmo article. This is yeah, this is I think the- our ninth episode of the Boss Hog with Liberty with Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota Davis, and guest Tanner Purdue today. And I think this is the second time you've actually got an episode, an article for us. I know. I've been slacking on my duties. But I found one that uh, if you've ever, like, scrolled through the headlines in Cosmo, it is worse. Oh, it is horrible. But it's so horrible that it's quite entertaining. It is pretty funny. They are, like, they are so hypocritical. They will just jump back and forth on issues, just like they don't even like the editors don't even read what's happening, and it makes for golden entertainment. But anyway, I found this one that, as I'm scrolling through today, I find one that says Melania Trump. Melania. 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 Okay. It, well, I mean, I mean is, it, is it Curica or Curico? Melania. Melania. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They says ketchup or catsup. They say she did a great job on her first international tour as first lady. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Thing. I didn't know she had left New York. Yeah, she didn't do anything except slap Donald's hand away from her. Yeah, that was funny. But they said she did a great job. They were, you know, commending all of her efforts and everything. Blah 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 blah. And then as I scroll down, let's see. That article was actually published yesterday. And the next headline that I saw was also published yesterday on Memorial Day. It says, Ivanka Trump tweeted out something on Memorial Day, and people are furious. <laughs> furious. <laughs> furious. So I had to know. I clicked on it, and she tweeted a recipe for champagne popsicles and said... What? Yeah, she tweeted a recipe and said, enjoy these sh- hashtag champagne popsicles on a nice and refreshing hot Memorial Day Memorial Day off work or something. I was like, oh. I don't see any big issue with that. What's so bad about that? You know, Trump's wife did a great job. Why isn't this good? People were, like, just bombarding her. Oh, this is about the troops that died. 
This is about the troops that died for our freedom. And my dad was a Vietnam vet. He doesn't care about your champagne popsicles. Like, seriously? Like, are you telling me that the entire Memorial Day, you sat at home and thought, man, I'm going to use this day off and I'm just going to sit here and contemplate every... I'm just going to sit here and read a book of all fallen soldiers and just say a prayer for each hundreds of thousands that that I come across. Like, no, you didn't do that. You, You cracked a beer... And you sat back with your friends on your day off work. Ate hot dogs. And ate hot dogs and cheeseburgers and did your thing. And ice cream and apple pie. Good God. I mean, somebody thinks that it's okay to have some champagne popsicles. Let them have their champagne popsicles. Uh, Yeah. I listened to uh, Back Home Again in Indiana and listened to Taps and the 21 Gun Salute. And they raced some cars and that's Memorial Day weekend. That's That's the deal. Yeah. Hard to cast stones on that one. Did you guys, uh, were you triggered by uh, the Japanese fellow winning the race yes. to Kumasato? Because there was a, a guy that said that uh, he was offended by a, the Japanese winning a race on Memorial Day weekend, and he got fired in, in uh, out of, De- De- uh, not Detroit, uh, Denver. Denver. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was offended. How can you fire someone for being offended? I mean, any and other this day. This is the 21st Memorial century. Day. Any other day. Except Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to race an Indy car there at Christmas. Oh, that, was, well, that was what Greg once said. Yeah. Brought, brought to you by the people that brought you Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, that is... Th- these people ought to be happy that uh, so that, that their economic government, their, their, their economic freedom government that they installed, that uh, these are all the second and third generation folks that came from there. That's right. Uh, they're they're the ones that uh, that are out there now, not the not the people that bombed you. It's not the imperial Japanese anymore. No, nope, it's not. And that's what I was talking to my grandpa, and he's like, "I wonder who won the race." I was like, "Ah, some, you don't want to know." I was like, "Some Japanese guy. <laughs> he's he a great goes, dude. He I'm goes, really excited he won." That's why I don't watch it anymore. All these damn foreigners taking it over. I thought. All these damn foreigners. All right. An American won last year, okay? <laughs> Alex Rossi won last year. But. Takuma Sato's been here for a decade. It's Memorial Day. Well, <laughs> it's uh, That race has been the international sweepstakes since the very beginning. Jules Gu won in 1912. That doesn't Drinking sound wine. very American. Maybe he won in 1913. Check local Has there ever been a, a German to win? A German winner? Man, I don't think there has been. I, I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know that there has. There have been Brits, there have been Scots, Australian, New Zealanders, a lot of Brazilians, Colombians. Despicable. Uh, no Germans. No Germans. I don't think. Of course, Michael Schumacher was the one of the greatest F1 drivers of all time, and he was a German. So there have been there, there have been Germans in the race, but I don't think there's been a German winner yet. It's heritage, not hate. Thirteen Americans in the race, drivers from eleven different countries. Oh wow! And uh, one wins from a different country, and all of a sudden, people are butthurt, sad. So, all right. Well, I think it's time for final thoughts. Uh, we got anything over there, uh, Tanner? You got any final thoughts for us? No. Um, j- just thank you to Christy Avery for the donation, and uh, come to the pool party and my birthday party. We're, I think we're this is a we're having a production meeting now. We're, we think we're going to have a pool party for Tanner around his birthday, August thirteenth or somewhere in there. That might be the uh, the next one, as long as there's not a major conflict with the uh, the boss hall boss hog of Liberty's uh, pool hall here. Yeah, we'll probably probably work something out. That'd be a good time. 
Dakota, what uh, what's going on over there? Any final thoughts? Um, uh, final thoughts, not thoughts, not that hoe over there, but thoughts, <laughs> <coughs> ideas per se. We, uh, I've I finally submitted my host information to Deer Leader today. I did too. He beat the crap out of me. He said even Tad has filled yeah. this out, and Tad doesn't do anything. But he keeps sending it to me, and like he would send it. This with the same message yeah. over and over again. So like, it there comes a point whenever people do that. I think it's after like three or four, where you're like, okay, they're starting to get pissed now. Like I, you can just kinda, I really I really have to do it. Yeah, even though it says the same exact thing, it's almost like you can feel it through the phone. Like they're just like. So is that what I needed to get do to get you dancing me back? Is text you four or five times in a row? Yeah, because right. that worked today. God, yeah, I texted you and then I called you and then you're like, "What?" It's like, "Are you coming over to podcast?" We didn't set a time. Okay, well, <laughs> it's always at seven. I think mostly. Mostly. Last time I was at eight. Don't don't let the yeah. facts thank, get in the way of a good story, you, Tanner. <laughs> thank you. You're on probation, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you get your host form filled out. I got my host form filled out, so hopefully I'll be getting a an official We Are Libertarians email here soon. So yeah, we'll be able to hit you up at Davis at Davis We Are Libertarians dot com. Yep, and uh, as I always say, I do add question me on dear Facebook. leaders' wisdom because what if we get another Davis at some point? Somebody named Davis. I mean, what if which Lynn, is like super possible? What if Audrey Joe becomes Audrey Joe Davis in? Eight months or six months. We're getting yep. close on this countdown. Yeah. And what if she needs an email address? And then you'd have Maybe. to share a yeah, joint well, Facebook I'm, account I'm sure is a problem. Joint Facebook account means somebody cheated. What happens in the yeah, real libertarian's right. world? Uh, I don't know. Man. I'm, you don't I'm want sure to start your marriage more, off with a joint right. Facebook sure a joint email account. Something <laughs> way more intense. Which okay, I guess my final thought today is I was there's a girl I went to high school with. She's still in high school. Like she was. What? No, like she wasn't oh. in my class. She was just a lot younger than me. Um, she'll be a senior next year. Yes. And she, um, just got engaged. Oh wow! Um, like two or three months ago, to a a boy that she'd been. I say boy because he's like sixteen years old, and that she'd been dating for like three months. And when is, have, when is the baby due? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And they have joint Facebook accounts. But see, here's the thing. Like, usually when people do that, it's usually like the man has done something to screw up. So the wife says, you know, you're getting rid of your Facebook account. We're getting a joint one. Yeah. This is not how it was. This says they each kept their Facebook accounts but added the other person's name to it. So now they have two. Right. So there's two merging accounts. Right. There's two merging accounts. It's like... One of them should use the, the, one of them for total shit posting and get a lifetime ban. <laughs> Whoever gets the lifetime ban first, that's what they should do. That's how I would handle it. I don't even know, like, like if that's your daughter and you're like, yeah, sure, you know, go ahead and get engaged. You're 16. Known this guy for three months. You can go ahead and. Yeah, she's engaged. still 16. No, he's 16. She's got to be. She's a senior now. She's. She's she's of marrying age, right? She's probably seventeen. I mean, my my sister is graduating on Saturday, and she's not eighteen yet. Well, yeah, I graduated. I graduated at seventeen, and I turned eighteen in July. Right. I mean, it's close, close enough for government work. So, so probably seventeen-year-old, you know, people, and it's like, 
how is how is this like I don't know. That's I, how you get those eighty year marriages, man. We've been married yeah, eighty right. years because we got married at eighteen at the end of a shotgun. Right. It was an emergency. <laughs> it just seems a little bit intense for me. Says the tw- and I'm getting, says the twenty one year old groom. Yeah, I'm always like, <laughs> man, I'm getting married really young, and then it's like, eh, whatever. As long like as you're good really with it, matters. Man. As long as you're happy. You're already late, Tanner. You should be engaged by now if you're on the, on the Dakota plan. That's right. Yeah, you got to slow down. You know? <laughs> He's locking it down while he can. Not yeah. letting her get away. That's a good deal. All right. So uh, you got, uh, how do we follow you? You just message the Boss Hog Liberty page. We got that now on Facebook. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out I do have a Twitter account. Um that I must have set up years ago, like whenever. Does this Dakota. have more thirteen-year-old pictures of Dakota on there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can go check it out. It's at a Tocad Savad. You're gonna have to spell that one. That doesn't even sound. It English. is literally Dakota Davis spelled backwards. Oh, it's like my dad. My dad is Loplarome. Yeah, all moral Loplarome. So you're Tocad Savad. A Tocad Savad. A Tocad. A Tocad. Yeah, my name ends with an A. It's yeah. A Tocad yeah. Savad. At a Tocad Savad. At a Tocad Savad. On the Twitter. You sound uh sound very Middle Eastern like that. You're dark, you've got your beard. Yeah. You go walking into the wrong bar with the name of Tocad <laughs> Savad and they're not letting you out. No, I would just be let out very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, follow a Tocad Savad on Twitter, Boss Hog Liberty on Facebook. I am Jeremiah Morrill, your host. Uh, very appreciative of everybody that's listening. Uh, this thing's growing fast, and it's uh, it's really been uh, been incredible. Uh, these aren't free, though. Uh, I think we have uh, we do have costs to uh, to add these additional podcasts. So jump on Patreon or uh, page, PayPal or Patreon on the uh, We're Libertarians page and uh, throw a couple shekels our way to help uh, help make it happen. You can follow me at Jeremiah Morrill on Twitter if you want constant retweets of IndyCar. Uh, facebook.com slash jeremiah moral or facebook.com slash boss hog of liberty uh, that's probably the best place to get us that that's an inbox directly to dakota and myself or moral at we are libertarians.com that works now too so and uh, everybody go add ronnie paul on facebook yeah, that's right you're gonna that's give old ronnie paul rand's brother the hey. uh, the the dakota davis boss hog of liberty bump ronnie's only got 517 friends very exclusive he needs it very exclusive. Very You've probably exclusive. got more friends than Ronnie Paul. Me? I don't know. I don't know how many I have. I I have gotten a little bit of a bump since we started doing this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Probably well, you've probably doubled your Facebook friends since you met me. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's I, easily. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I have nine hundred and fifty one. One of my brother's high school friends, uh, play, he was a basketball player with us uh, that was at the tailgate. He he came over and he's. When did Jeremiah become the popular one? This is ridiculous. Because <laughs> Danny was, you know, Danny was the guy playing sports, and I was, you know, I was, you know, I was doing my own thing at the time, and not really super plugged into that stuff. And uh, yeah, now the social circle, thanks to the uh, the magic of the podcast, it's uh, it's like being a social butterfly over here. So welcome to the club, Dakota. All right, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate everybody listening. We will uh, we'll be back. I'm guessing the next episode is either going to be uh, during the pool party or uh, most likely a an aftermath uh, recap of what they broke at my house and uh, what the damages are to fix it. See y'all next time. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com.